Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. We want to talk today about chapter four and five in the book, The Psychology of Winning. And those two chapters about the positive self-motivation and positive self-image. After reading this and studying this and going deeper with it and sleeping on it, thinking about it, I kind of decided that the business that we're really in here at The Guide Culture is the programming business. We're programmers. What do we mean by programmers? Well, basically, we are in the business of reprogramming subconsciouses, reprogramming the self-image, reprogramming who you are, reprogramming who we are. We talk about becoming unrecognizable in one year and then to become unrecognizable again in another year. And as we do that, what we're doing is we're reprogramming the image that we have ourselves, what we believe and what we see in ourselves, which is really kind of cool because the self-image and the, the software that's already written there, our whole life of memories and experiences and what we've learned to believe about ourselves, the way we see ourselves, that can never be erased. It's always there but it can be overwritten. So if we're in the programming business, we're in the business of overwriting the software that's already 
in ourselves to a new and improved software, to a new and improved person every single year. So this is an annual process. It's a continuous process. And that's why the bubble of where we are, the guide culture bubble, is so good because everyone is doing that and we're kind of rising together and we're finding belief in each other as we move along. Uh, but let's talk, first of all, about positive motivation. Dennis Whaley says that you have to have some desire to start with. It needs to be a desire to change for the better because motivation, motive comes from inside. It's an internal desire, and it can be positive or negative. It can be good or bad. It can be either way. So we want positive self-motivation, things moving towards the good. But before we change, because first of all, we have the desire, we want to change for better, we have the need, then we have to kind of internalize that because the the desire, it has to be internal. The motivation is internal and it's emotional and it can be learned. And he said that the things that winners do is they concentrate on the thoughts they want to achieve. Basically, we become obsessed. We have to think about it a lot. Winners see the rewards of success, not the penalty of failure, but it's like it's a concentration thing. It's an obsession thing. You've got to really think about, like, if you're headed in a direction, you see that you want something, it's a total obsession toward that. If you're casually doing it, it will never last. But you really have the desire and you become obsessed and you think about it a lot, then you're going to head in that direction and you will get there. That's where the RAS comes from because if you're thinking about something, you're only filtering things in that help you to get there. That makes sense for what you're trying to do. But the best part about this, the coolest part about this whole thing here is that success is not reserved for the talented. Now, keep in mind, he calls success when you're moving towards a worthy goal that fits you and something you want, and you're moving in that direction. That's what we call success. It's really a hard word to define because people use it all the time. But if you're moving in the direction you want to go and it's worthy for you and for people around you, then that is success. But it's not reserved just for the talented, nor the high IQ, nor those who are gifted at birth, those who have the best equipment or abilities. It's strictly a drive and a focus and a persistence in the extra effort. That's all it is. That's all it takes to get there. It's nothing more than that. It doesn't matter what your history is, what your background is. But if you want it, you have the drive and then you think about it, the obsession, the focus on it, and you stick with it. You put the extra effort in it, you give it a little bit more, you hustle. It's, that's where it's at. Anybody can do it. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Because really, there's a lot of smart, intelligent people who are just not doing it. It's, I think it's called permanent potential. Calls it permanent potential. So many people permanently have potential because they're not doing it. They're not obsessing over it and have the desire and go do something. So they're very intelligent or they may be very good looking, but they don't have that desire. And that's fine because remember, motivation, doing nothing is also that motivation. That's an internal motive. So it's really fun and exciting to have something that you want. That's one of the best feelings in the world to be chasing a goal worthy of chasing it's just uh, exhilarating, and that's what we call it success, and it's a fulfilled life as well. And the second part, he talks about the positive self-image. And that's really cool, too, because that, as we said, is built into us from the time we started recognizing things. Everything in our life, our history and our experiences, 
either good or bad gets gets written into our memory bank in what we call our subconscious, and that's where our self-image lives. Anytime we consciously want to do something, Dennis Whateley says we have to go ask our subconscious. We have to ask our what he calls our robot, the one that's been written with software. Is this okay? Do you see that? Can we do that? We cannot do something consciously unless we ask permission to our subconscious. So the key here to figure out how to override the subconscious is there's plenty of bad in there. There's probably plenty of good too, but there's plenty of bad. So the key is to override it. The way we do that is we start working on the things that we want. We, we start visualizing and we imagine and we see ourselves. We start seeing our image differently and we start acting in a way that's different than what we think we are. Because he says our mind really doesn't know the difference between actual and real experiences. So if we can visualize and see ourselves in the image we want to be, and we try to run a lifestyle like that, we can eventually start overriding. That's why we talk so much about input. Input about, you know, we talk about scripture, this book, The Psychology of Winning, other motivational materials that's helped, you know, helps you to, to grow. And, of course, the school of sales, once you understand the sales it's so much easier to go out there and compete. You know you can compete. You know you can sell anything and go out there and do it. But it's a continuous thing. It's a spiraling up every year. You continue trying to rebuild and rewrite that program, that software program that we have in us. There's a great poem in there. And we'll read this poem to you that it's in the book. It says, the name of it is My Robot, which is basically our subconscious. He says, I have a little robot that goes around with me. I tell it what I am thinking. I tell it what I see. I tell my little robot all my hopes and fears. It listens and remembers to all my joys and tears. At first, my little robot followed my command. But after the years of training, it's gotten out of hand. It doesn't care what's right or wrong or what is false or true. No matter what I try now, it tells me what to do. And that's the problem we have with our, with our self-image robot. We are rewriting that program every day. That's what the people in the guide culture, school of sales, and the, and the academy program are doing. It says you are a slave to your subconscious, a slave to your subconscious, which has all the all-important self-image. Any permanent change in our personality or behavior first should involve change in the self-image, reinforced by change in lifestyle. Your behavior, personality, or achievement level is usually consistent with your self-image. Self, the self-image is the visual conception display of self-esteem. So as we grow our self-image and raise the bar on our self-image year over year over year, then we start also raising the bar and seeing our self-esteem or our self-worth. And that's just a beautiful thing to continue to work on that and to see improvement there. Well, we have the in-person experience coming up February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, where many of the academy students come into the in-person. And it's just a remarkable to see the change in the people over time, over really a short period of time, year over year. Or it's the bubble and everybody working on this. And so basically what we're doing, we're rewriting programs here. We're rewriting that self-image program and elevating our self-image and our self-worth and our fulfillment in life as we go down this path. So excited for in-person and excited for everyone to get in here and start to, to build and grow ourselves through this process that we're using in the guide culture.